Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living. I'm your host Eva Pandit and today we're talking about following through on your dreams and on your goals. <sighs> and we're going to be exploring this topic through the lens of conscious being and conscious living, which essentially is you living not from a place of judgment and conclusion, but from a place of curiosity and wonder and presence and being. Because here's the thing, following through the word in itself, let's actually start there. The word following through, does it make you feel heavy or does it make you feel expanded? Now, if you listened to the last episode, you would know we talked about this thing called light and heavy, which is basically an awareness and acknowledgement that the way energy speaks with you is that anything that's true for you will always expand your space. It will always make you feel lighter. And anything that makes you feel contracted and heavy and dense, there's something there that's not true for you. There's likely a lie there for you. Now, again, just to highlight, this is a very subjective um, thing. Like it's not your truth is not when I'm saying it's true for you. It's not true for you. It's not to say there's no one thing. There's no one way to be. There's no one size fit all. And it is exactly the same for things that are true for you and not true for you. So, well, when you look at the word following through, does it expand your space or does it contract it? It's always the first thing for me whenever I'm looking at something and exploring, having my own conscious explorations with things. This is the first go-to place. I start by looking at what part of this is light and expansive for me and what part of this is heavy and contracted for me? And so for the parts, if, if, if it is not light and not expansive, then what is true for me here? What's really going on? That's the exploration right here. So when I look at the word following through, it kind of feels like contracted prison-like space like I have to do something it's like a decision you make it's like you know how or when the horses run the race and they have those binders next to their eyes so they can just and only look forward and not be aware of that spherical presence and awareness of your peripheral, peripheral vision and stuff like that that's the kind of um, energy like go 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 and not a go 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 from a very exuberant creative space but when I, I look at following through it really makes me feel like I'm encaged like I it's incarceration of a kind that I've got to do it like as if I have no other choice and now that I've decided and that's actually the thing with decisions that when you decide this is how you want to do it or this is how it is you cannot really allow yourself you do not rather really allow yourself to look beyond that decision and conscious living, conscious being, conscious living is an exploration. It's a place where you are being the question. It's a place where you are, you know, curious and in wonderment. 
and none of that truly exists when there's this dense energy around a decision that you've made that you've got to do this because what that also does is it gives you something to judge yourself against so you're constantly making yourself wrong or judging if you're doing it right and none of that is conscious creation because conscious creation is a space where you invite yourself your creative capacities the energies and everything you invite the play of that you invite your creative uh, creativity to flow through you rather than you deciding this is what i'm going to do and then forcing yourself to go there even when you know things get a little hard or you hit against a wall so well I've got a bunch of notes right here on my laptop. So if you see me looking here, those of you watching me live, hi guys, you're on Facebook. Thank you for joining in. Those of you listening to it in future on another platform, I record these shows live on my Facebook page at I am Eva Pandit and I you're warmly even invited. I would love to have your presence live when I'm doing one of these. So anyway, I was looking at how this word follow through is actually it it contracts my space and so then what is what is it that i'm even looking at what is it that uh i want to accomplish here is it that fall is following through the target or is it something else what is the greater thing that i'm creating here and if i didn't make myself wrong because i'm not following through then what is actually going on here conscious being conscious living and ongoing exploration and so when we make ourselves wrong what we skip is what the thing about what's actually going on which is awareness and so if if you were not wrong for not following through what's really going on there that's the question and that's the exploration we're having here so i want to share an example with you a few weeks ago i went for my certified facilitators training with access consciousness the training was in houston and i live in seattle there's a 2 hour time difference like houston is 2 hours ahead of us and I had created a plan. <laughs> I had created a plan that I'm I'll be sleeping. I was going to I was trying to manage uh my time here in a way so that when I land in Houston cuz the day I I was landing uh close to midnight and I had my class early morning uh the next day. So I was trying to manage my days here in a way that I sleep a little bit early. Like that that was my plan. and uh, so that when i reach houston that um, i'll be you know at page with the time zone there and i did not follow through on that and i ended up making myself so wrong while i was not following through on that so what i mean by that is i did not sleep on time either of the days and something kept coming and i'm like uh i was packing late and making myself wrong at the same time and wondering why like just saying nasty things to myself why can i not like just i had such a perfect plan only if i could stick to it uh, it would be perfect <laughs> now here's what actually happened 
on the day of my flight, our flight got delayed by four hours that day. And um, what that meant was that I arrived at the Houston airport at around 3 a.m. Houston time. And then by the time I reached my hotel and settled down, it was 4 a.m. And I had to wake up at 6 a.m. to get ready for the class, which I had to reach at 7.30 a.m. And it was in the morning of the first day of my class that I actually looked at. I'm like, wait a second. I created that plan and then I spent so much time making myself wrong for not following through on it. But it actually worked. Because instead of sleeping, like I, I had planned here in Seattle to sleep at by like nine, eight, nine o'clock at the night, but I was sleeping at like one o'clock, two o'clock uh, the night before I flew. I actually slept at two o'clock and beating myself up with that. And when I finally, on the first day of the class, looked at it, I'm like, wait a second, this really worked out. Had I been sleeping early in Seattle? Uh, for the initial like days before my flight, like at 9 a.m., I would have been swamped and I don't know how I would have managed anything. But because I was I accidentally or not accidentally, actually, I was not I did not follow through on my plan. Let's just say that I did not follow through on my plan to sleep early. It actually worked out because when my flight landed late over there, I was still up and awake because I was already sleeping in Seattle around that time from the previous days. And even with the two hour of sleep, I was very well able to manage day one of my training. And uh, it was, in fact, within that day, I spoke to Gary Douglas and, uh, that day and I was asking him that, oh, my God, all this while I was making myself so wrong and miserable while I was in Seattle that I'm not following through on this simple, amazing, perfect plan I've laid out in front of me. But what if, what if I was just aware and my being was literally just following the awareness? And that's a very, very different and unique conversation to have right here because you know, we are taught literally to plan, to make sure we minimize any, uh, I don't know, fallouts or anything going wrong and all of that. But what if there's another way of being? And what if your being is far more intelligent and far more aware than we give ourselves credit for? So another example, when the tsunami hit in Indonesia way back in like a decade and a half ago, I think 2005 was it? I'm sorry if I'm getting the year wrong, but when tsunami hit in Indonesia years ago, it is a recorded statistic that the elephants, it's, it looked like they knew something's gonna occur because elephants literally started moving up the, you know, instead of on the lower side of like closer to the ground level, they started moving up towards the higher plains um, of Indonesia. And uh, this started occurring days before a tsunami actually hit. They were like, all of them were hurrying and like moving and the forest rangers were wondering what is really going on. Nobody really knew, but elephants did. Like in nature, people like beings, birds, trees, they know. Like all of us, the very nature of us have a very innate capacity to know. And we humans 
have entrained ourselves over our lifetime and lifetimes likely to not follow on that and make our intellect more superior and more valuable than our knowing. And so we've kind of disconnected from that way of being, which nature is. Like another great example that, um, which documentary was it? Was it Down to Earth? One of these amazing BBC documentaries that have been uploaded on Netflix over the past one year, in that they talk about this particular bird that migrates to Florida uh, from, Basically, it has to cross the entire Atlantic Ocean, I think from South America. Uh, it migrates to Florida every year. If I'm not mistaken, it's Florida, it could be another place. But basically, it travels a long distance over the Atlantic. And uh, people started studying them and they put on these microchips and GPS and all of that to study what the behavior of the bird is, where is it going when it's not here and all of that. And that's how they found out this pattern of how these birds just know they just migrated a certain season and come back in a certain season. Now that one particular year, there was a really bad storm, uh, I think in the Gulf of Mexico, that kind of, that, that entire, um, it was a, there was a really bad storm basically. And what the scientists observed is that the behavior of the birds that year had changed. So instead of following that particular phase, they arrived early that year and everybody was wondering why. And eventually they found that there was this huge big storm right in the middle of their typical migration period. And everybody like was mind blown because it looked very apparent that they knew something. And so how do they know? And where do we have those capacities and where are we negating them? So I got to look at that when I created this really stringent plan for myself uh, for flying to Houston. It was a perfect plan, you guys. Two hour time difference, I'm gonna beat it so that I'm fresh in the morning. Did not follow through on it. In fact, slept in later than I usually would. Like I usually sleep by 11 o'clock. But those few days before my trip, I was not sleeping at like one o'clock, two o'clock, which in the morning, which is so unusual for me. And it was only when my flight got late and I landed late and everything was, I was like fresh enough to just take care of everything. And that's when I got to ask Gary Douglas and Gary was like, yeah, what if you just knew? Because that's how it is. We just know. We just know stuff. So the question is that everything you're judging yourself for, for not following through on, what if you're just aware of something? But because you've decided that this is the right way to do it, or this is how I'm going to do it, because not your fault, we're all taught that, isn't it? We're all taught to like decide and conclude and then just follow through, like run that racetrack like a horse. And don't be aware of anything else. But what if you are aware of so many things and all of that, which you're judging yourself for, is not that you're wrong, which you never are, by the way. It's not that you are lazy, but something else altogether. But you're just becoming aware of something, but you're not yet used to using your skill and your muscle of awareness because it's a long entrainment. So, 
that was a long story to get you to the point of how following through when you're not following through you're likely not wrong you're just aware of something and so i was looking at this and again i'm referring to my notes and that's why i'm looking down at my laptop right here um the question to ask when you're you find yourself judging yourself for not following through is not um that what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> that is not a question just saying sounds like a question that but a big conclusion and judgment with a question mark attached why am i so fucked up what the hell is wrong with me none of those are questions those are just conclusions that i am fucked up or that something's wrong with me none of which is true by the way so again when your operative point of view is incorrect anything you see through that guess what it's going to be incorrect and you keep spinning and you keep making yourself wrong perfect trap what i'm inviting you to do is to take a step back instead and get a little curious what if you were not wrong let's let's just play with it for a second what if you were not wrong because you're not following through on that workout plan that you set for yourself or that schedule that you beautifully laid out and if you're not wrong then what just occurred what are you creating here or what is it that you'd like to create here and what occurred did you become aware of something what is that and not again cuz i so know this from experience guys i'm a queen of uh you know going to my head to figure things out but i'm practicing cho- and choosing different and hence this exploration right here but uh instead of going to your head with those questions i invite you to just be with them and queuing it back to the first thing that we talked about that i think is always going to be the first thing we talk about which is everything that's light is what's true for you anything that contracts your space chances are you've just tapped into something that's not really true for you so what's that and when i'm saying what's that it's not about y- now it's my mission i've got a job i've got to find what this is it's none of that it's be- true question is a space in which you give up uh thinking and looking out cuz there's a difference between asking a question and looking for an answer now they might sound like the same things but they're not cuz look when you're looking for an answer your focus is like narrowed into find something cuz when you're looking for an answer also by the way you're not just looking for any answer you're looking for the right answer am i right <laughs> so when you're looking for an answer your approach is super narrow but what i'm inviting you and what truly being a question and asking a question is is to allow the question to open possibilities for you what if that is the target of the question of any question to open more possibilities and more possibilities more space so how do you do that when you're asking yourself am i aware of something here instead of going out with your head to find an answer become present with just those words am i aware of something here and notice if something lightens up from your space or in your space and if something lightens up in your space that is the energy 
the first language, remember? Communicating with you that, yeah, you are just starting to, you know, you just ask a question that's taking you closer to what's true for you. You are aware of something. Huh, interesting. So, I actually had so many more notes around here, but I'm wondering if it's relevant of, or, or if these are the conversations for another time. So, I'm just going to quickly scan through them. Yeah. I guess we're just going to stay with this today. And I also invite you to another different possibility in this world, including me, like until maybe last year, almost. I was so, for, um, my point of view was that we need to manage our minds so we can get things done. But after making myself miserable enough, most of my epiphanies, by the way, guys, most of my clients' epiphanies to stem from somewhere, <laughs> I realized how, my, how mistaken I was. So instead of managing your mind, it's not about managing your mind. It's about out-creating your mind, by the way, because your mind is what's creating the problems and limitations in the first place. That, you know, isn't it? Like, don't they say it's all in your mind? It's not about managing that insane cuckoo thing right here. What if it's about managing your awareness and becoming present with even the fact that you are aware? That in itself is a huge breakthrough. So you cut that cycle of judging yourself when you're not quote-unquote following through on something and actually start becoming curious and that curiosity is what actually leads you forward to that what you want to create in your life and through whatever you're doing so to sum it up I would like to share with you these three questions I had written down in my uh, notes one that what if instead of looking what if instead of looking at what you're following through on you zoomed out and looked at what would you like to create? Yeah, because when you're zoomed in, you're in conclusion. But when you zoom out, you're back, starting to tap back into your space of awareness. You're not wrong. You're not wrong because you're not following through. There's something that you tapped into. So zoom out from that a little bit and ask yourself, what? What would I like to create here? Then instead of predetermining every little step, because that's what we do when we plan, that we predetermine every little step that's going to take us from point A to point B. Instead of predetermining every little step, create a broad guideline to support yourself and then be willing to change it on a dime at every step. So it's not about creating a plan and then fucking sticking to it. That's not what this is about because that's where this entire idea of following through also comes in. It's about giving yourself, maybe, you know, creating enough support for yourself so that first of all, remember the question was what you'd like to create. Now towards that, give yourself some supporting pillars and look at what are the different broad guidelines that I can create here to support me. And then be willing to change it on a dime. I know this is so counterintuitive, so against what most people teach us, especially when they're teaching us the right answers. But that's what works, guys. And the quickest way for you to know that is not to believe me, never believe me, never trust what I say. Trust yourself. That's the muscle we're building here through these conversations. 
look at whether that expands your space or does it contract your space? Is it true for you that that is the kind of space you actually need to give yourself to create what you'd like to create? So what if there is nothing to follow through? What if there is nothing wrong with you? And what if there are all these possibilities available and you're beautiful awareness that you haven't yet learned how to use but you can starting now even with this thing this conversation of light and heavy and start choosing different all right my friend thank you for joining me live here you guys and those of you who are listening to this i'm so grateful for you i actually include all of you people who will be listening to it now and in the future when we're having these conversation so it's most relevant for us all all right i'll see you again next week here on this page on facebook at i am eva pandit join me live you guys thank you for listening to this show if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.